Hey you, thanks for hitting play and welcome to the Canadian Cannabis Update. In this podcast, the premise is to give leaders and organizations an opportunity to tell their stories and share information. And if you like what I do, please tell your friends to subscribe as well, either directly to me, Canadian Cannabis Update Podcast, or to the group we have, Cannabis Media Collective. You can find everything out and more at distinctmedia.ca. Before we begin today, a quick shout out to my sponsor, Harvest Medicine. Harvest Medicine is a patient-centric clinic which offers free medical assessments for people just like you or me looking to explore how medical cannabis can help improve our lives. To learn more about Harvest Medicine and to book your free consultation with them, visit hmed.ca. That's H-M-E-D dot C-A. Thank you to Harvest Medicine. And if you would like to sponsor the Canadian Cannabis Update podcast, just reach out to me directly. Easiest way, michael at distinctmedia.ca, and I'll send you a media kit. I'm really excited about today's interview. After quite a bit of planning with his team, I managed to book Adam Miron, who's the co-founder and chief brand officer for Hexo. Now, this almost never happened. I was on vacation recording from my in-laws' den, so I had to bring my gear over to Vancouver Island. And Adam was traveling, so he had to speak to me from the inside of his car. So I'm grateful to Adam for being open to doing this, and of course, to his team as well, who put all the pieces together. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Adam. Thank you very much. All right, I understand you're a busy man. You were tweeting last night from the O Cannabis Conference and Awards Gala. You guys won... Two awards, is that right? We did, and I'm just so proud and impressed with our team that continues to execute, execute, execute. And uh, I mean, and that's everything from getting buildings done on time and on budget all the way through to building the best pre-rolls. I mean, it's uh, it's such an honor and a privilege to, to be in the position that I am and to keep seeing this happening. And, uh, you know, things like the O'Cannabis Awards last night are just another testament to everything this team is continuing to do. Nice. Well, it's definitely fun watching you guys grow. I want to start from scratch, and it's a common question I ask a lot of people that I interview. Tell us something about yourself that has nothing to do with your profession or cannabis. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Well, I listen to a lot of music. In fact, when I uh, when I bought the house that I live in, it had a big dining room in it. And I thought, who even uses dining rooms other than a few times a year? Mm-hmm. So I had shelves built and... Uh, turned it into a music room. So instead of a dining room, I have a music room to listen to uh, strictly vinyl. That's pretty rock star. Um, you're still pretty young, I think. You're in your 30s, is that right? I am 35, but I assure you I feel much older. <laughs> I'm sure you do for the last few years, right? Um, okay, so if you look at your bio online, an interesting mix of professional experiences. Um, what did you do before Hexo, and how did all of that lead you to where you are today? Well, thanks for the question. I mean, I've been an entrepreneur my entire life. I think, uh, you know, if I look back at some of those early, early startups, I was uh, 10 or 11 years old and still in elementary school. And I remember starting a bike shop with my dad and we were tuning up our bikes in in the springtime. And he said, you know, don't you think other people need this too? I'm going, yeah, maybe they do. And we set out to build this little bike shop. We're going to run it out of the garage and printed off some things on an old dot matrix poster, some little advertisements and said, all right, here we go. And I remember that feeling of that first morning on Saturday morning when I was waiting, standing out front of the open garage saying, let's see if anyone's even going to show up. And you know what, Michael, I made my first hundred bucks that day. <laughs> and uh, it was it was a game changer. It really gave me the taste of, of what it was to build a business, to execute and to, to really reap the rewards from it. And uh, it's never changed. So, you know, in the, the time since the bike shop, I've done a lot of different things. But ultimately, they've all hinged around the brand, the marketing, 
the product and the communication of that. And really it's telling the story. And I think at its core, where, where my passion is and that intersection, uh, you know, between passion and entrepreneurialism, it's really about telling the story and how you tell it. And, uh, you know, for me, I've, I've had the benefit and the fortune to, to be at the helm of marketing communications uh, for many years at Hexo. Mm-hmm. But, uh, of course, now as, as the company's matured into a multi-billion dollar global corporation, you know, you you got to practice the simple principle of filling the room with people smarter than you and getting the heck out of the way. And, mm-hmm. I, and I've done that. And, uh, and it's obviously working. Yeah, that's a good uh, Steve Jobs uh, philosophy. I think I read that somewhere. Um, your, your whole story, uh, watching what you've done, all the entrepreneurism, seems like a, a bit of a Gary Vaynerchuk success story, if you know what I'm saying. And I know that you're pretty handy on LinkedIn. You post a lot of articles there. Specifically, one that I read a while back said uh, that in the early days before Hexo, uh, you guys were hammering out the company vision out of a basement. Is that true? What's the story behind that? Yeah, that is true. And just in case Gary Vaynerchuk's listening, I assure you and him that I'm not going to come after the Jets. Those are all his. But, nice. you know, look, we, we definitely started in a basement. That's what we did. Uh, you know, we were we were two 29-year-old entrepreneurs with, mm-hmm. with nothing but a dream and a vision and a huge amount of passion, dedication, and willingness. And Sebastian and I spent almost a year in a 152-square-foot basement, <laughs> uh, you know, with five foot eight ceilings, and uh, we built a business plan. We hired our first employees, we raised our first million dollars C capital in 2013, we built a business. And I mean, and and that's the dream, right? Is to, to take that passion, to take that dedication, to work your ass off yeah. and to really turn it into something memorable. And I think that's what we've done here. Nice. Well, one day that story will turn into legend, I'm sure. Um, so the, the company, when I first discovered you guys, was called Hydropothecary, right? And now you guys are Hexo. So why the name change? Yes, we started as Hydropothecary, but we also started as a niche, high-end, Canadian-focused medical marijuana company. Okay. And the reality is, is that we grew into something much different. While we are laser focused on providing and continuing to provide a premium service and offering to our medical patients, you know, and our dedication to them remains as it always has, we are now a global company. Right. And we are, you know, very active in the adult use recreational markets. And because of the evolution and the change in the company, moving to the global mindset, moving to the recreational market, we needed a name that better reflected who we grew into. And, you know, we are very, very proud of Hydropothecary and what it was. And we're very excited for Hexo and what it will be. Okay. You guys are still using the Hydropothecary name, I believe, though, for medical products. Is that correct? Well, actually, uh, just very recently, mm-hmm. we have migrated our medical products to the Hexo name. Okay. So Hexo Medical is now our medical brand. And while Hydropothecary served us incredibly well for five years and Mm-hmm. Something I'll never forget coming up with at my kitchen table at home. Uh, the time had come to uh, to transition and to grow to the future. Oh, wow. That's clear now. Now I get it. Um, I read online, and these numbers may not be accurate, but you guys have somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 300,000 square foot of growing space currently operational, and you have another million that you're under development. Is that correct? Oh, well, unfortunately uh, for you, but very fortunately for us and our shareholders, that isn't correct. Because... Okay. All, I'm very happy to say that all 1.3 million square feet have plants in it. Oh. And uh, even just even just two days ago, walking through, and I tell you, it takes me over 20 minutes just to walk through that 1 million square foot building. Wow. Um, it's 
absolutely incredible. And, and, and again, just a, a testament to the team's ability to execute and to deliver on time and on budget. It's just, it's incredible. And, you know, we're very proud of the fact that we have that 1.3 million square feet now operational, now with planting. How do you attempt to stand out from the other licensed producers that are out there? Like, in particular, when you're talking the, the recreational market, um, there's been a lot of consumers who have said that they felt that the quality of larger scales licensed producers' products um, wasn't at maybe as great as what they would find in the gray market or the legacy market. How are you guys differentiating yourselves from the other big players in the game? I think those are two excellent questions, and I'm glad you asked. You know, how we differentiate ourselves plays directly into what our definition of quality is. So mm-hmm. let me start. Hexo's on a mission. Hexo's on a mission to transform the consumer packaged good industry and the way that they think about cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. Instead of believing that we are going to create the globally recognized household brands of everything from shampoos to beverages to edibles, we've taken the strategic approach, what we call a hub and spoke strategy, to work with Fortune 500 companies in the key verticals that we see. Those include cosmetics, health and wellness, beverages, edibles, and of course, consumables. Now for us, this is just the future. But what it means is a strategic partnership between companies, Hexo and these Fortune 500s that can Mm -hmm. bridge the gaps and bring together a unique offering to consumers. Think about our relationship with Molson Coors, one of the biggest names in beverages around the world. Mm -hmm. Instead of us trying to build a beverage company, we decided to partner with one that knows the game, that knows how it works, that has that recognition so that you will be able to see Molson products, Molson Coors products, trust beverages, in the name of the joint venture that we've formed, mm-hmm. some brands that you may recognize, some new brands for sure, powered by Hexo. And think mm-hmm. about how beautiful that is. Powered by Hexo on some of the world's most recognized brands. That's our strategic approach. And that's where you're going to see Hexo really starting to play. Now then we want to move from beverages, now that we've secured that partner, to the edibles, to cosmetics, to health and wellness. And I believe that in a very short period of time, you will be able to walk into stores, grocery stores, drug stores, health and wellness stores, cosmetic stores, and see those products. Everyone knows those globally recognized household brands powered by Hexo. And what that means for us, to the second part of your question, Mm -hmm. is that the question of quality changes completely. It changes into how is your technology, how good is the experience, how repeatable is it, and how quickly does it work? It comes down to speed and repeatability, consistency, what we call it. Really, it's no different than Intel. And I know you heard me talk about this in Calgary, Mm -hmm. but what I want to say about it is, is that we believe that we can set the bar, that Hexo sells technology and cannabinoids for experiences and the Hexo defined, the powered by Hexo experiences will be applied to these consumer good products so that when you have these products, you know how fast it's going to work. And that means two things, actually. That means how quickly it turns on and how quickly it turns off. And it also means what that is going to be. Is it going to be energy? Is it going to be relaxation? What is it? And so for us to be able to create these experiences to give to people, that will be the definition, the hexo definition of quality. And it completely changes the game. 
Nice. Now I did hear you say that in Calgary and, and I like the concept. It's simple, but it makes perfect sense and it allows you to diversify into different markets. Um, a question for you, and I ask a lot of people this just because I do podcasting and I have certain restrictions that I have to follow like you do. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about your marketing team at Hexo? What kind of people have you recruited and how are you able to face the challenges of ad restrictions in Canada? Oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm so proud to say that I think we have one of the best marketing communication teams in the industry. Our team are dedicated, they're experienced, and most importantly, they come from such a diverse set of backgrounds. I mean, take Nick Davies or brands from outdoor sporting goods to Puma, athletic wear, to all sorts of different things. And he's able to apply all of those different ways of thinking, all that different mindset to the way that we consider powered by Hexo and the future of our experiences and technology that we apply to the cannabis industry. So we have a robust team. We've got uh, a very skilled team and, you know, and it's a group that I couldn't be more proud of. Nice. Okay. So m- maybe you cannot speak to this. I'm not sure. But um, how does Hexo intend to position itself when edibles and oils are legalized later in the year? Is there anything that you can sort of allude to? Any secrets you can tell us? Well, we've said that we are working on what we consider Hexo core products. Those mm-hmm. are products that are made by Hexo with nothing but the Hexo name on it. We've also said that we are working on strategic partnerships right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Under our hub and spoke model. So I think, you know, from what we've already said, it's it's fair to assume that you can expect a combination of both uh, products that are Hexo products in that space. And also when partnerships are formed, announcements on that front and how that will then parlay into our edible strategy. Okay, good answer. Um, Now I'm a 40 something professional. I invest in a little bit of cannabis stocks here and there. Give me your elevator pitch. Why would somebody like me invest in Hexo when there are so many other options to look at? All right, let me let me put it this way. <laughs> As you mentioned, we have 1.3 million square feet of growing fields. Mm-hmm. I am immensely proud of that. We are an industry leader. In fact, we are one of the leaders in the world of cannabis production. Now, in that and in that production, with what we've done, I get a little bit nervous when I see that many plants growing in Canada. Mm-hmm. Because what I want to do is give you a tour of our Belleville facility or one of the other many locations that we have across Canada in which you don't just see plants growing, you see vats, giant vats filled with isolated individualized cannabinoids and each of those feeding into manufacturing lines for these end consumers of household globally recognized brands. We are trying to build a technology consumer goods company. We are trying to be Intel. The same way that it is a branded internal component in computers, we want to be a branded internal component of consumer good products. Mm -hmm. And we will bring the experience to these brands. I think what we're doing is very unique. I think what we're doing is very different. And most of all, I think what we're doing is incredibly promising. I love it. And you know, it's totally, you're right. Unique is the correct word for it. Um, I have 10 quick questions for you that require 10 quick answers. And the first one was simply, how old are you? But I already got that answer. So I changed it while we were talking. So the first question, quick answer. Are you single? Uh, I am not. I've been married for eight years and I have three beautiful daughters. Nice. Okay. What's your favorite hockey team? Oilers. Oilers. Okay. (laughs) If you weren't at Hexo, what would you be doing right now? Starting another business. Okay. Suggest one book that everyone should read. Business book, Organizational Physics by Lex Sisney. Okay. Favorite social media stream and why? Ooh, many, 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 many. Uh-huh. Uh, but I am still a sucker for weed stocks on Reddit. Wow. Okay. Um, have you recently blocked anyone on Twitter and who? <laughs> you can pass. No, 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 no one's blocked. Do you prefer cats or dogs? Uh, good question. 
person. I grew up with a lot of both. Uh, right now, I'm more at a fish stage in my life. Fish stage. Ah, oh, okay. Maybe alluding to some aquaponics plans. Um, what time do you wake up in the morning? 6.30. Okay. And um, favorite city to do business in? Oh, uh, Toronto. Okay. Last question. Answer to any way you like. Do you party? Absolutely. But... <laughs> Partying means a very different thing when you have three young daughters. Yeah, fair. All right. So you, you like to have fun. Your own definition. Um, any final insights about Hexo that we haven't covered? I mean, look, the, the future is incredibly bright. And, and I think what anyone looking at the space needs to be thinking about is appreciating and respecting the past. In that, licensed producers had to do it all. The regulations were built in such a way that the, it was a full vertical industry. Mm-hmm. That's changing. Where people play now will be what defines us. And understanding what your strengths are and understanding what you're very good at and where you're going to dedicate your focuses so that you can continue to execute is key. And what I encourage all of your listeners to do, and by the way, when when you reached out for this opportunity, I, I want to tell you that our marketing communications team said, look, Adam, you got to do this. It's one of the best podcasts in the cannabis space. Oh, thanks, kudos man. to you on that. But what I want to say to listeners is, is try to understand and look for opportunities in which people are starting to talk about what they're going to do differently. Because I promise you, people aren't going to be able to continue to do everything, especially all of the different things that we've all done for the last five years. Yeah. Look for the differences and understand those. Good answer. How can we find out more about you or Hexo online? What do you recommend? Hexo.com is the place to go. I am online, active Adam Iran on Twitter. Adam G.J. Miron on Instagram. Nice, perfect. Hey, I know that you're dealing with floods over there and some traffic issues and you're racing to a meeting and you were just at the event last night. So thanks for doing this, man. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thank you for reaching out and for the opportunity. Thanks again to the team at Hexo for making this happen. And hopefully I was able to squeeze a little intel out of Adam that will give you a better idea of the direction that Hexo is heading. If you like what I do, I would be grateful if you left me a review on your favorite streaming site or app. And also, if you have an idea for an interview or a story that you'd like me to cover, reach out to me at michael at distinctmedia.ca. If you want to find out about sponsoring the podcast, hit me up via email or just go to my website, distinctmedia.ca, and I will send you a media kit. Thanks so much. Thanks once again for listening to the Canadian Cannabis Update podcast. If you have a story that you'd like to share about the cannabis space, I would love to hear from you. Hit me up at CanadianCannabisUpdate at gmail.com or my website, CannabisUpdate.ca. And if you want to find out more about Canadian Cannabis Update and all of the other podcasts in the Cannabis Media Collective, check us out on Twitter at CanMedCall, just like Cannabis Media Collective, but abbreviated. And you can also find out more about us on Facebook, Instagram, and every podcast-related streaming site in the known universe. Check us out, the Cannabis Media Collective. All right, hit it, Ember. The media contributors within the Cannabis Media Collective do our very best to remain as accurate as possible, but take no responsibility for any inaccurate details or facts. If a story interests you, we're glad to have brought it to your attention, but please take the time to research the details for yourself.